It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness. The most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Corbin. Good morning, Gimpy. Uh, good morning. Parent tickets to see Jerry Cantrell and meet and greet him. That's actually one thing, not two, just so we're clear. That show is Saturday at the Tulsa Theater. Tickets, oh, excuse me, tickets available at TulsaTheater.com. That cough I had. Everything's starting to come up. 
I'll try to not put that in your ear. Um, we're going to see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Conspiracy Theory Thursday. We've got our top list today. People have been asking us, what's your bucket list items? Well, today is your top list of anti-bucket list items. Things you'll never do. Uh, Gimpy's got a Shamrock Pub Crawl. You want to go bar hop with Gimpy on St. Patrick's Day? Well, and this year on a Friday. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, make sure you go to the contest page at KMOD.com. And our 50th anniversary concert is on the books. Monday, April 24th at the BOK Center. Shine down, three days grace. Those tickets are available for you at BOKCenter.com. I saw this um, thing uh, on the news, and it was a woman begging for help. And I'm going to play some of the audio so you can hear the mm, desperation or concern, or maybe not, in her voice. Now, this is taking place Lake Arrowhead, Big Bear, Twin Peaks area outside Los Angeles. Mm. And for those that don't know, the storm that's hitting going kind of to the south of us today hit there and dumped a ridiculous amount of snow ridiculous some people it's up to the second story right which is crazy for california when i was living there yeah it snowed a little bit but not quite like this in the lower levels yes this Mm -hmm. is the mountains Mm -hmm. so they average about 40 inches a year so it's not uncommon also they were well warned that a prolific snow event was going to happen in their area but listen to this lady and her frustration hi my name is michelle calkins i'm a full-time local resident in lake arrowhead california in San Bernardino County. The communities of Crestline, Lake Arrowhead, and Running Springs are screaming and begging for help from our state. Our county declared a state of emergency but doesn't seem to still be taking it serious. People are trapped in their homes and have been for now more than five days because the streets are not plowed. The snow has now accumulated up to about nine feet on those streets. People cannot walk anymore. There are moms, personal friends who are low on formula that will only last them a day or two left. They have been calling the emergency hotline and no one is taking us serious. Please, we are begging you, send help. We need help. This is not a joke. We are not Mammoth. We are not Tahoe. We are not Big Bear. We are not a city. We are unincorporated, and we need help. People are trapped in their homes. They cannot get medicine, heart medicine, insulin. The stories could go on and on. Please, we beg you. She sure has a lot of information for being trapped. Absolutely. uh, This sounds horrible, and yeah, that is a tough situation. You, when you choose to live in an area that is remote, mm-hmm. when you choose to live in an area that doesn't have resources at the ready, mm-hmm. that can happen. Absolutely. And it's not that I don't have sympathy for her. Yes, that, that, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And those people that live there, that sucks. Mm. But you chose to live there. Right. You have all, California's a big state. You've got all that room. You could have lived anywhere, but I don't want to live in the big city. You should live wherever you want to live. But then when you get warned for days that a prolific event is going to happen and then you complain that no one's helping you, you chose to live in a place yeah. that was very hard to get to. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's a, some, some, um, some negligence happening on the government side. Or maybe they're overwhelmed. Or maybe they can't get out. or ma- maybe, right. they're, maybe they're on their way and she doesn't know it. Uh, the, yeah. I don't know. 
Like the mother thing and pro, yeah, that I get it. Mm-hmm. But you were war- dude, they say it's going to might snow here. <laughs> yeah. And people buy food and stuff for 7 days. Yeah. Cells are empty. Yeah. Mhm. So maybe that just doesn't happen there. Maybe they didn't heed the warning. I don't know. I read another thing where a guy um, walked six miles for to the grocery store mm-hmm. to get groceries to take back. Walking six miles is going to take some time. Right, right. Was yeah. it uphill and downhill? Did and I'm not barefoot. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But to walk, let's let's actually add to that. Walking six miles. In the snow that's nine feet deep. Yeah. <laughs> that's unplowed. Uh-huh. You ever seen, um, what's the movie with uh, to, uh, Day After ne- Tomorrow? Day After yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that. That's insane. Yeah. Yes. And is he in good shape? Who knows? Right, could have a heart you do on the red? Right, exa- exactly. I, I'm not sure how, f- okay, so let's see. I want to do a quick map of like walking six miles. Okay. We'll just say from uh, from here, going six miles. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it would be like going to the University of Tulsa from here. Yeah. Okay. That's a long ass walk. It's that's okay. So that's eight point two because you can't go as the crow flies. Mm-hmm. But that takes three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Now add nine feet of snow. <laughs> right, yeah. and that's just one way. Three yes. hours one way. Yeah, and I'm not saying, listen, you'll do what you got to do to feed your family. Totally get it. Right. Totally get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that didn't happen. <laughs> but that, it took him, I mean, it's going to take, surely he wasn't the only one at the grocery store. Right, right, right. A minimum six hours just in walking time. And how do you know they're open? Right. If this is such a crazy event. Mm-hmm. True. And if you can walk that far, maybe, I don't know, get closer to the... <laughs> and you're walking back with groceries? Like- well, he didn't have them like a sack, right? Like he, yeah, He's got a shop. People in those environments have, they're like sleds mm. to put their stuff yeah, in. True. Toboggans. Yeah, toboggans. <laughs> if you yeah. will. Uh-huh. Based off the pictures that I saw of this guy. Right. And again, the, the people that have kids or people that are in a medically um, peril situation, I understand. Mm-hmm. But again, you were warned. Yeah. If you don't heed the warning, it is still on first responders' part to help. But I, I don't know what you want people to do. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. My question You're- is, is that ineptitude on the government's part because you didn't heed the warning? No. no the government's got to do what they got to do. They got that. Like I said, once again, California's a big state. So they got a lot of people that they have to deal with. And I'm sure that they've got their priorities categorized. We're going to take care of the old folks first right, and people that need medical help or whatever. I don't know if when you call mm-hmm. 911, they go, are you a senior citizen? Mm-hmm. And they go, okay, you're going to the top of the list. Maybe they, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, and they're like, we've been stuck for, like the person that went six miles hiking to get food. Mm-hmm. They, it was day five. You didn't buy food for five days? <laughs> you had plenty of opportunity. They yeah. told you it was going to be a prolific event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A historic snow, snowfall. This wasn't like a tornado warning where you get 15 minutes in advance. Even know? a tornado warning, they tell you tornadoes are a good possibility right. in most cases. That's true. Right, right. It isn't an earthquake, I'll give you that. 
Maybe they just underestimated the severity of the situation. Which is more likely what happened. You know, like, oh, we're, you've got a horrible snowstorm on the way. Ah, it'll be fine. I'm, I think you're right. I think that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. It, it's like when New Orleans floods, I'm like, yeah, you live in a bowl. Absolutely. What do you think's going to happen? Mm-hmm. You moved to Florida. You should expect hurricanes. Right. You moved to Oklahoma. You should expect tornadoes. Yeah. You know, one of those things. You moved to Texas. Expect it to be goddamn hot. <laughs> For the most part. I get when people say like, oh, it'll be nothing, you know, because so many times we do see nothing, but that's just the way it is. That's just the way mother nature is. They are predictions for a reason. Right. And, and I think the boy who cried wolf is what you're referencing is that people go, oh, it, last time they said this, mm-hmm. meteorologists could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, it sucks for them. I am sorry. But what do you want them to do? To imply that they're sitting around with their boots up on the desk laughing. Well, they need to get helicopters out there. Because you said it's not a joke. I don't think anybody thinks it's a joke. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are calling going, hey, we need help. We're stuck in our cabin. And the first responders are like, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, man, we got another call. Another person stuck in their cabin. You believe that? Oof. So funny, these people. I don't think that's what's happening. Maybe. I guess it's possible. I guess it's possible. I doubt it. But it seems weird to see that happen. People are, like, trying to give solutions. Like, can a drone, I have a drone, can I get a drone and drop medication to those people? If you can get, like, a drone is only good. Most, like, um, um, consumer-grade drones are not capable of doing something like that. Not in those kind of conditions. If you've got high winds and heavy, heavy snowfall, there's no way uh, a drone you're getting from Walmart or you know, Hobby Town is going to be able to handle that. Well, and not only that, is it equipped to hold something and right. then you got to land it? Yeah. And right. then where do you land it? And then, and again, I'm, I'm not a drone operator. Maybe it's easier than it sounds, but if you can get close with the drone, mm-hmm. maybe, I, maybe other people can't. I don't know. I don't think you even have to land them, though. I think you can just drop. Again, yeah. if your drone is equipped for that, uh-huh. yeah. which usually. You, you have to um, rig a consumer grade or buy one that specializes in right. that. Mm-hmm. By the way, have you seen what they're doing in Texas? They are testing, oh man, fly drone or something like that, fly right. And you can, there's tons of videos for it. What a burger. And they'll deliver your food via drone to your house and you'll watch it get delivered to like, you know when it's approaching, and you go outside and you see the drone, and it's loud, and it bzz, drops a thing onto like on, in front of your house, mm-hmm. and then retracts the the you know with a winch, and then it takes off, and you're like, pretty neat. Huh. It's also quite terrifying. <laughs> I yeah, did right. see a video of a guy that said, "My mom insisted on getting drone delivery food service," and he walked out outside, and he's like, "I think that's it coming," and. Yes, a big brown bag dropped. It was uh, wings. He got wings delivered. Mom had chicken wings delivered by drone. And it, he said, and it was like, it just dropped, or <laughs> very carefully dropped the wings in their driveway. And he said, well, my God, the bag is warm. And yeah, yes. it was an insulated bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was awesome. Have you seen the Walmart ones that they're doing? No. They're testing in Arkansas where you get your order, it goes in a box. 
and then they shove it into the the, the crevice of the little glider, <laughs> and then they put this glider on a slingshot, and then. <laughs> and somehow and it makes it, it to your house. And then man. it makes it to your house and it shoot you know, it for lack of a better term, it pushes it out the backside. <laughs> and then a parachute opens up and it, it lands on your property. It's incredible. So, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> if you if I will totally be a guinea pig for this. Yeah. I, mm, yeah, I'll be a guinea pig, sure. Why so not? All those science experiments we had in middle school and elementary school where we're dropping eggs off yeah. our roof for finally coming to pay off. It makes me think of the little parachute guy, that the, the thing that you got at the dollar store, as toy as a kid. Army men, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Except this is a little feels a little more finessed. Absolutely. Feels like they burred the edges off a little bit. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know because technology problems happen right what let's just say this is delivering something to your house your food or whatever and you know short circuits and crashes into a car and now you're you're out your food and this car has had an accident because a drone crashed into it yeah this is an excellent point the air force is capable of making airdrops all the time with, with precision mm, good point yeah, but they use helicopters, and they're, no, like, dropping, no. you know, no, you uh, ever like seen Humvees them? and stuff. <laughs> no, have you ever seen when they push a Humvee out of the back of a cargo? I've seen Operation Dumbo Drop, yeah. <laughs> and they do it well. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah sure, I'm, but once again, that's a, that's a C-5 cargo plane pushing a Hummer out the back of it, you know, this isn't a, right, a, a drone. A box of right, gummies. Right. <laughs> Gummy bears. <laughs> and it's the military. They kind of been, you know, practicing and doing that for a now, long now, time. Now, you got to figure out what argument you want. You can't go the government doesn't know what they're doing and then be like, ah, no, they're experts at it. Which argument are you taking? I'm just saying, I'm, I, I would rather trust the military and what they've been practicing on for decades as opposed to, you know, a pimple-faced kid behind the uh, joystick at your local Walmart. Somebody texted in about the snow situation and that what we were talking about. Can you imagine walking six miles in an atmosphere that you cannot see your landmarks, street signs, or anything? Unless you are trained. Now, you you know, if you got your iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. It'll give you like, hey, you're on... It'll show you what it should look like, where you should be going. Right. But nine feet of snow, you could step on a tree. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Or step off mm-hmm. a cliff. Yeah. And mm. another uh, texter said, it didn't get nine feet, like, over, uh, you know, in right away. In a second. Yeah. <laughs> you know, over time. Even if they didn't, you know, believe that it was going to happen, they saw it coming down. They should have known. Let's go. Let's go to the store. Uh, it'll be fine. It's not going to be that bad. We live in the mountains. This is what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Zoinks. I didn't know. Save me. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. We've got a pair of tickets to Jerry Cantrell with a meet and greet. We'll give those away at 730. We'll see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Tickets to see Jerry Cantrell, who will be at the Canes on Saturday. TulsaTheater.com to get your tickets. We will be going uh, over to see who the winner is on that at 7.30. But right now, we've got to do news quickies. These are stories you may have missed in the news. We cover them here and put a link on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash bmms69 if you want more. 
it's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Indiana neighbors' water dispute leads to mooning and restraining order. I love this story because I know exactly this neighborhood. Uh, a dispute between neighbors in LaPorte County resulted in a woman being mooned. The mooning happened last week in the 8600 block of West, 125th South, according to the LaPorte County Sheriff's Office. Police said this woman was complaining because her neighbor was pumping water from his pond onto her property. She was standing at her at her home outside of her inside of her house and looked outside of her window where she saw her her neighbor with a pump and a hose running from his pond to her yard. And she's staring at him, wondering what the hell is going on. And he drops his pants and moons her. And then he starts making a humping gesture towards her <laughs> with his arms and hips. She didn't like that very much. So confusing. What message is he sending? <laughs> so she calls the police. And according to the cops, the man did confess and defended his behavior. He said, it's not my fault. That she watches him while he's on his own property. If she doesn't like what she sees, she should look away. Uh, He says, I'm just returning the woman's water with my pump. It's her storm water. Uh, He blames the construction of her new pole barn for disrupting the natural water flow and causing it to run from her property to his. Pesky pole barn. Yes, and the officer advised the woman to seek a protective order against the man if she feels the need for one, if she feels unsafe. The woman told investigators she also called the police the previous day, and they were able to get the man to stop pumping water onto her property. I think when you moon someone, it's it's changing the game, uh-huh. right? Okay. Like if I hump at you or I give you the bird, is is fine. Mm-hmm. But when you show your bare ass to me, mm-hmm. it's now a crime. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's a you're sex exp- crime. Yeah. You're exposing your ass. It's yeah. now a crime. Now I don't know. I don't necessarily agree. It should be a crime. Right. But it is still right. right. I wonder if you have to register as like a sex offender after that, right? You know how like if you get popped, you know, pissing behind a dumpster outside of a bar, you're a sex offender now. That is true. And you're lumped in with the rest of the chomos and child molesters, right? Because you're in public. Yeah, it's indecent exposure. You would absolutely have to register as a sex offender. Man. But I don't know. if, If there was a child present, I think you would absolutely have to. It makes sense. No, if you no, if you get charged with indecent exposure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter what the case, no matter around, who's right, around, yeah, 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 you have to register. Right. If you get caught having sex in a car in a parking lot and they ticket you and all that good stuff or fine you and all that, mm-hmm. you a potential punishment could be you register as a sex offender. I know plenty of people that have peed dumpsters, no kids around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have to register as sex offenders. Yeah. And then they're lumped in with the rest of the, you know, child rapers and stuff. Ain't that something? You get your house pop up on a little red dot on a map, and people are like, Steve, what happened? Your friend Steve. Uh (laughs) You're on a sex offender list. Did you rape any kids lately? No. Like, no matter what you say. (laughs) (laughs) There's no getting around I'm telling you, it's a game changer. I'm not a lawyer. I do not advise you show your bare ass to anyone. 
No. It ain't worth being put on a list. It's just no. pumping water out of my pond. And it's a really childish way to just kind of, you know, thumb your nose at somebody. I mean, yeah. flipping the bird, all that's childish. Yeah. Right? Least, yeah. I, I think, like, with, with flipping the bird, that really sends the message home, F you. You know, when you pull your pants down and show your bare ass to somebody, it's just like, what, are we six now? Come on. My kids share a bathroom. Um, my ki- kids are uh, five and seven. And when my youngest will go to the bathroom and the other one's brushing teeth, mm. she'll get down and keep her butt out and, like, smack her ass at her sister. <laughs> and I'll go in there and I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, my butt, you know, like, the naked butt. I'm like, hey, ain't nobody wanting to see that. Right. Pull your drawers up. I love how they are their own little people. No, but also, <laughs> if they're pumping water in your pond, apparently that is an appropriate response. Those two shouldn't be equal. Right, right. And Not how old all. was this guy, Lindsay? <laughs> yeah. Not five. Not five, exactly. Uh, five arrested for using UPS to traffic cocaine. And this comes out of Texas, where they got a tip that there was a bunch of people that were using the UPS to ship cocaine across the country from March to October of last year. Uh, they say that the two employees would use their positions at UPS to make fake shipping labels, while the other three would uh, store the cocaine at their apartment or whatever, and then deliver it to the UPS drivers or you know guys that work there in the shop, and then they send it out. They busted them with 130 pounds of blow that they were trying to traffic across the country. Is that all five of them been charged, and if they're convicted, they're all looking at life in prison, and a $10 million fine. How much How much cocaine? 130 pounds. A, a teenager. How a many people? A small adult. Five people. Five people. I feel like that's a long prison sentence. A life in prison? For trafficking 130 pounds of cocaine from March to October of last year? I mean, that's how long they've been doing it. They got popped with 130 pounds just this last I, round. I understand. But... I, I don't think they should not get punished. Mm-hmm. But their life's over? Okay, what is a good... It's a good question. What is a good term? It's like a good question. Duration? 10 to 25 20? years, maybe? 25 years for trafficking 130 pounds of cocaine? And how, how old were they? Uh, one of them was 49. The other was 51. We've got one that's 48, one that's 58, and another one that's 45. So a lifetime of, of trafficking drugs is Pretty what you're much. saying. Yeah. I mean, and based on these people's names, my guess is that they're working with the cartel. Uh, Orlando Almanza. <laughs> right? Because you can't have that name anywhere in America without right. being associated with right. the cartel. Well, <laughs> Fidencio Salinas. Again, another one. America's a melting pot, dude. Javier Mendoza, uh, Jose Lozano, and a guy named Enrique Gomez. Now, so, and I'm just saying, it's all there in Texas. Kind of makes sense where it's all kind of located and the people that are involved. I'm saying cartel. You could be in the cartel in Minnesota. Yeah, they have priors. Right? Did they have priors? Is a great question. Say a lifetime though feels. Not, it feels extreme. But even if it wasn't you're fentanyl, get, even if you're giving them 25 years, right? That still essentially could be life in prison for these guys. I mean, because well, they're in their late yeah, 40s yeah, and but, early 50s. But typically, in a in a story, when mm-hmm. they say life in prison, they're implying 75 years, forever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. If they would have been a 25-year prison sentence, they would have said 25. Right, right. Not the end of your life in prison. I'm yeah. Get out sooner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wildlife officials suggest folks eat bullfrogs. Bullbird. This is in Utah, where officials are encouraging folks to have bullfrogs for dinner. Bullfrogs are an invasive species in that area since it's National Invasive Species Awareness Week. The Department of (laughs) that's why I paused. The Department of Natural Resources is using this time to remind residents that they can catch and eat as many bullfrogs as they'd like in Utah. The DWR has even posted a recipe for breaded bullfrog legs. Have you ever had frog legs, Lindsay? Yes. And delicious. Gimpy, have you ever had frog legs? Oh yeah, there's a place out in Pryor that sells them. Really good too. Yeah, they're they're fine. They're fine. They're just really small. Yeah, it's like eating flats, right? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I love wings and the flats, right? Yeah. But it's also a lot of work. It's more of like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. If that's what I'm eating for dinner, it's like a Cornish game hen. Like, that's so much work. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah, but if it's an invasive species, you've got plenty. It's my duty. Right. Get out of here. Right. <laughs> Go out there, start gigging frogs, and you, you get a good couple of dozen of them in there. You're like, hey, we got dinner for the night. How about collect them and feed them to, like, animals in the zoo? Sure, why not? That's not a bad idea. I don't know what animals eat them, I was just but if they're overpopulated, yeah. uh-huh. maybe there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, even <laughs> even animals are like, whoa. <laughs> Do we have any invasive species here? In sure. Oklahoma? Uh, deer? Like <laughs> Do we have too many deer here? That's why there's deer season, Lindsay. Well, I, I don't see a lot of them To here, control though. the population. Yeah, because they control the population. We got a lot of deer hunters here. That's why deer hunting season exists, is to control the population of an invasive species like that. I just don't see too many. I don't see it being too big of a problem here. Again, because they do a good job of mitigating it, right? Okay. And what would it have to be for you to be like, that's a problem? Like you, you know, there's one on on your corner of their by your house. Well, like the one, like in Florida, when they were saying like uh, the lizards or iguanas or whatever were falling from the trees. Right, right. And, well, that was because of the temperature. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. they go into brumation. So a lot of what we have here in Oklahoma seems to be plant life more than anything else. Here's just some of the uh, animal life: uh, zebra mussels. Okay, and I've heard about yeah. that before. Uh, fire ants. Um, We're not eating those. And that's about it when it comes to... I bet it's fire ants are everywhere. Uh, uh, the rest of it says here it's just like like plant life, like Dutch elm disease. Sure. And uh, tamarisk, which is a small tree, and the Chinese bush clover. Got to trim that back, man. You can't let it get out of control. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. You're listening to the Big Man Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD is the phone number. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's see what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. Alabama's players stood at midcourt throwing on T-shirts to celebrate an SEC regular season championship. 
They did it at home against their biggest rival in a comeback that the school hadn't experienced for at least a decade. They brought out signs celebrating a title and cut down nets after a 90-85 to overtime win versus Auburn yesterday. The Crimson Tide trailed by 17 points with 10.49 left in the second half, making it Alabama's biggest comeback since at least the 2010-11 season. It was also the school's first overtime victory over Auburn since 1985. After the game, the school did not make players available to reporters for the sixth straight media session. (laughs) Exactly. The past two weeks have... Uh, They've seen increased scrutiny of Alabama and its number two basketball program for off-court reasons, of course. That murder trial still ongoing. Trial? Yeah, the case. Well, yeah, not quite. I don't think the trial is. There's been a trial yet. Right. They're trying to figure out who's who. Well, there was the preliminary hearing, I suppose, uh, on February. For the guy they have arrested. Yes. Mm. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Brandon Miller. They they know that he had driven the car that contained the weapon used in the shooting. Um, and Darius Miles is the ex-teammate now that is in that whole ordeal. Um, the Kevin Durant dropped in 23 points in his son's debut as Phoenix cruised past the Hornets 105-91 to 91 in Charlotte. Durant Hooray! made his... First appearance for Phoenix following the blockbuster trade from Brooklyn last month. The 13-time All-Star had been out since early January with a knee injury. Devin Booker poured in a game-high 37 points for the Suns, who have won seven of their last ten. Kelly Aubrey Jr. scored 26 points to pace the Hornets, who saw their five-game winning streak come to an end. The Warriors could be getting their star point guard back next week. ESPN reports Steph Curry could return during Golden State's three-game road trip next week. Uh, Curry has been sidelined since February 4th after suffering a left leg injury in a win over the Dallas Mavericks. The Warriors are set to reevaluate the 34-year-old guard this week after saying Curry was making good progress last week. Golden State is 5-4 and four in the past nine games that Curry has missed. And top NFL prospect Jalen Carter says he'll be exonerated in Georgia for reckless driving and racing related to a deadly crash. Athens Clark County Police said Carter and Georgia football recruiting analyst Chandler LaCroix were allegedly operating their cars in a manner consisting of racing on January 15th. Carter has denied he was racing before the crash, which killed LaCroix and offensive lineman Devin Willock. Police said LaCroix's blood alcohol level was more than twice the legal limit in Georgia at the time of the crash. Carter is a projected top five pick in the upcoming NFL draft and was a star defensive tackle for the Georgia Bulldogs, winning back-to-back national championships. And that's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMA. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. A couple ways to talk to us. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text if you want, BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. 
I'm Corbin. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. Uh, Monday, April 24th at the BOK Center. Don't miss out on our 50th anniversary concert. Get your tickets with Shinedown and Three Days Grace before they are all sold out at BOKCenter.com. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning, Corbin. Hey, if you want to spend a Friday, St. Patrick's Day, bar hopping and drinking with me, just hit up the website that rocks, KMOD.com. It's on the contest page. Look for the Shamrock Showdown. Let's see what Gimpy has. Around the world, take my strong hand. Get on the Gimp train. I'm on the Gimp train. Around the world, take my, my strong hand. Get on the Gimp train. Gimp train. Corbin, Gimpy, when was the last time life kicked you in the balls? Uh, daily. <laughs> no, I like seriously though, like daily. The last major <laughs> blow. I mean, all right. So you say daily. What happened yesterday that life kicked you in the balls? Um, I found out I got to pay a twenty thousand dollar bill. Oh yeah, that's Ooh. definitely a kick in the balls. Yeah. 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 Okay. Definitely. I was thinking probably the water pipe issue, but that's okay. That was three years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lindsay, when was the last time life kicked you in a cooter? Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, probably yesterday as well. Um, same type of issue when I opened my mailbox and got my bill for my colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah. Um, insurance doesn't pay for that. Yeah, but you insurance. knew that was coming. Well, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be that huge of an out of pocket out of pocket expense it's not twenty thousand dollars thankfully well, that's less fun i like i'm glad that you brought that up corbin a uh, life kick in the balls unexpected right corbin's was unexpected a car wreck a car wreck so Lindsay, when was the last unexpected kick in the cooter you got yeah uh lat um mm, when something breaks down like that or you know what when a when a kid has ah yesterday Yes, when uh, Leo ran out of his uh, his prescription medicine, and he needs it for school. Otherwise, I get a phone call from his teacher. Did he not take his meds this morning? Because I can tell. Yeah, well, and now it's not a refill. You have to make a doctor's appointment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You yeah. think they give him enough. but okay. You'd think you'd be able to check. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> well. Like, I've got three left. <laughs> Exactly. I should but call I, the doctor. There's 10 feet of snow outside. I should be right. prepared for this. I don't give them to him in the morning. Mm. Dad does. Oh. Okay. So it's one of those, hey, I just gave him his last pill this morning. Oh, thanks. Gotcha. Sorry, I didn't warn you ahead of time. Mm. That was a kick. Yeah. In, yeah. In okay. the cooter. Okay. I feel like... Out of all the people on the show that's been here, past and present, I get kicked in the balls by life a lot more than anybody else. You think that's fair to say? No, I don't think that's fair okay. to say. Okay. I, I think that Maybe each person individually though. feels like their kick mm-hmm. in the balls is the heaviest, mm-hmm. and so you think you're getting kicked in in the balls all the time. Gotcha. Well, I remember I just shared with you guys on Monday my swift kick from life's balls, you know, in the balls uh, with DHS, right? And uh, how their clerical error screwed me pretty heavily on that one. I get home yesterday, and here's another swift kick in the nuts. Uh oh. Love it. And go home. I'm like, all right, day's over. Go let the dogs out. You know, and while they're doing that, I'm going to go fix my lunch. I open up my refrigerator, and it is hot as balls in there. 
no. I says, what is going on? Now, here's the deal, man. It had kind of been dripping a little bit lately, and I was like, okay, uh, it seems a little weird, but everything's cool on the inside, so I'm all right with it. I open up the refrigerator door, and it's, it's hot. I check the temperature on the uh, little touchpad that it has there, and it's 64 degrees inside my refrigerator. It was nicer inside my fridge than it was outside. <laughs> oh, hell. All right. Well, let's check the freezer and see what it's at. 48 degrees. Ah, oh, damn it. This is not something that I need right now. Okay? So I'm frantically trying to figure out what the hell am I going to do? What am I going to do? What? Uh, all right. All right. So first things first. I need to get the, the food out of the fridge and out of the freezer somewhere. I think it's too late, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the food in the freezer was still frozen. It hasn't started thawing yet. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he's down there. I got this T-bone when I, when I got groceries last. And I'm like, all right, that's going to go and thaw out because that's what I'm having for dinner tonight. I need to get the rest of it. Luckily for me, I have a, a freezer a deep freezer in my garage, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. i got it figured out. I'm going to go ahead and take all the food out of the freezer, and I'm going to put it in the other freezer in the garage. Now, keep in mind, I have lived in that duplex for three years now. I haven't opened up this deep freezer in about four years <laughs> you don't go and get chick nug nugs huh no no we had it stocked at my brother's house with some things in there and then when i moved out of that i just put it in the garage and plugged it in and, and left it there thinking ah surely i'll dig in there at some point in time or whatever so i open up the freezer and i'm finding stuff that i haven't seen and longer than four years. Is your lizard still in there? No, lizard was a different freezer. Remember the lizard freezer, the freezer that the lizard was in, went out as well. And that's how I knew that, the, that it went out because that started stinking. And I'm like, why does it smell like a rotten body in here? Oh, yes, the freezer went out. So I'm like, all right, well, crap. I got to dig all this stuff out. And I got to figure out <laughs> what I'm going to do because I got to make room for this other stuff. Okay. So <laughs> I start pulling out pieces of like hog, wild hog that a friend had given me like <laughs> seven years ago. Oh my like God. this, I had this when I was married. <laughs> I got divorced in like 2018. That's how long this hog had been sitting in my freezer, right? And I'm like, all right. I'm pulling out bunches of old bananas because my most recent ex, you know, the bananas kind of went south and she's like, let's put these in the freezer and we'll thaw them out. We'll make banana pancakes out of them sometime. At the time, it sounded fantastic. I, I saved like, those 48 cents, man. Boy, I'm telling you, <laughs> I got these like two big old bunches of black nanners in my fridge or my freezer. You put those in the trash can. I'm finding ice cream that I haven't seen. I was like, homemade vanilla? What the hell? Because I'm not just a plain vanilla kind of guy. You know, I think last time I had Truth plain vanilla, <laughs> I had like root beer floats. And that was a long time ago. <laughs> and I'm finding freezer pops, you know what I'm talking about? The yeah. little oh, frozen yeah. Kool-Aid ones that, yeah. you know, when you rip them open and they cut your lips because, you know, you're trying to get the juice out of it. I'm like, when did I get these? And I'm pulling just, I found a frozen deer tail. 
Ah! What? From like years ago. What's the point of keeping one? I. Okay, so remember, remember when we had, uh, we were we were at LaForge and we were doing the toy drive, and I put that uh, it was a deer penis in the box, and I had previous yeah. gal, you know, play the box at the. That's and, and I had a friend that just gave me random deer parts. A deer penis was one of them. I got I found a tongue in the bottom of my freezer. I was like, "What is this in this little bag?" I'm like, "Oh, s, that's a tongue." <laughs> I'm like, "I don't think I need this anymore." I found the deer tail, and I'm like, "I definitely don't need this anymore as well." And I'm like, "Jesus, I should." The only I threw almost everything out. Except for one thing. <laughs> and it was a ham. It's a whole ham. Remember when we used to get hams around Thanksgiving and Christmas? Yeah. That's how long the ham's been in there. And I'm like, well, it's frozen. It should still be good. Right? Right? Surely. If it's not freezer burned. Uh, it's, um, I guess I won't know until I open it up. Maybe this is why you've been kicked in the ball so many times, because you've been holding on to all of this stuff from your past. Right, right. I, I do have a problem of living in the past, but he most keeps of, a He's yeah. a pack rat. He keeps yeah. a lot. Yeah. I just put that stuff in there, and I forget about it. And I'm like, all right, well, crap. Okay, so I get all the stuff out of the freezer, and I put it in the freezer, and I'm like, all right, this is great. What am I going to do with all this stuff in the fridge, though? I can't put it. I can't. I don't want to put my milk in the freezer. I don't want to put my creamer in the freezer because I'm going to need it, and I don't, yeah. don't want to have to chip it away when I wake up in the morning to have a cup of coffee. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, I got a couple of coolers in the in the garage, and I grab them. And I and I just start stuffing it. One cooler is full of nothing but beer. <laughs> and I think I put my milk in there and my creamer as well. And then I, I had a, an unopened bag of ice and I dumped that on top of them. I'm like, all right, this, this is good for now. And then the other cooler is housing all my condiments and stuff. And I was thinking, well, can you could put, surely does ketchup freeze? I don't know. Does mayonnaise freeze? I don't know, but I don't want to mess with it in case it does because, you know, once you freeze something and then you thaw it out, it changes everything, right? Yeah. Especially gross. the mayonnaise, you know, it'd be all watered down and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, I can't afford to go and have to restock everything. So I'm trying to salvage everything. Well, to be fair, you don't need everything at once. So you wouldn't be restocking everything at true, once. True that, true that. But it's like, all right. Anything that got over like 40 degrees mm -hmm. in your fridge, mm -hmm. you have to throw out. It will make you sick. Oh, absolutely. Like the eggs. Yes. Luckily for me, there was only like two in that carton a dozen. You want to know the twisted thing about eggs? Mm -hmm. Once they're refrigerated, they have to be. Otherwise, they'll be stay forever on your shelf, on your on your uh, counter. Yeah. Really? Yep. They're na they're naturally created to be okay on the sh on the so on the shelf. So if you're getting them straight from the farm or whatever, I can keep them on the yeah, counter. It's all good. Eggs. But the fact that I get them from the Walmart or whatever yep. grocery store they've and they've already got, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. that's some bull. Yep. All right. Well, I learned something new today. So all right. So I threw my lunch meats out. Oh all yeah. Right. I threw I threw out the eggs. I kept the milk. Oh no. It's it's almond milk. So I'm like, then quit calling it milk. Because <laughs> it's not really milk. And the only reason I got that is because it takes four months for it to expire. <laughs> it's still not milk. It takes the nuts four months to expire. It yeah. ain't milk. And I'm telling you, I, 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 
I tried it with some cereal, and I'm like, this yeah. is not good. Because it's not milk. Why right. the hell is this even an option? All it's right? not. It is an option at if the grocery store. If you are lactose intolerant, okay. that thing is put in by the milk to make you think. It's a marketing ploy. Okay. It is not milk. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I got to keep this. I got and I, and I kept the creamer, and it's all on ice. And I, and, and I used the creamer this morning, and I haven't crapped myself or vomited yet. So I think I'm still pretty solid on this one. Is it like one. Coffee Mate creamer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that stuff will, right. Yeah, that stuff's going to last forever, dude. Yeah, yeah. So. It's a nuclear device right there. It'll... <laughs> Right? You know, yeah, it is. Cockroaches, Twinkies, and then it, the coffee maker. It ain't real food, so. <laughs> You're good. Yeah. All right, so I get everything. Did I'll you tell s- the landlord? Oh, it's my fridge. It's mine. It's not, It's. it didn't come with the house. The house didn't come with the refrigerator. Oh, The house no. only came with the stove. Right. Bummer. Uh, I got you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful, but I already got the situation taken care of. Okay. Oh. I uh, I called a buddy of mine yesterday because he just moved out of his apartment. He's like, I got, I've got a storage full of stuff that I'm not going to use. If you need anything, you let me know. TV. God, you fall into just the crazy scenarios. Xbox, all this stuff. And I'm like, bet. All right, I know Jason's got me covered, man. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> so I, He's awesome. I call him up. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, 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 goes to voicemail. Son of a bitch! All right, fine. I text him, call me when you can. Well, my impatient ass couldn't wait. Couldn't wait because there's no telling when this cat's going to call me back. It could be tomorrow by the time yeah. he calls me back. Yeah. And here I am. I need something. I need it He'll now. Have frozen almond yeah. milk when I he gets home. Now. Right. <laughs> so I ended up going down to the same place that I got my my television and my, my my washer and dryer, and I got a new refrigerator coming on the way. It'll be here today. Oh, you bought a one? I know. You I, financed and bought one. I know, but I didn't. Maybe know you're getting what else kicked in the do. balls because you're letting it happen. I don't know what else to do. I, I reached out to my one lifeline that I knew that I had solid right Come there. on, we're such good friends. You can call me fatty. I think you could have called me and asked <laughs> yeah. me if I knew someone. Oh, if you've got extra refrigerators. I know you've got one in the garage. It's like the beer fridge or whatever. Yep. But here's the thing. And, and like same way with Boss, whatever. I know he's got a, uh, a beer fridge in his garage. But like, and here's my way of thinking. If I got a garage fridge that's stocked full of beers... I'm using it. It has a purpose. I'm not going to get yeah, rid of it. Here's your problem. Soon. You don't know people's scenarios. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So I was like, I did I'm know. I'm getting th- ready to put a kegerator in so I could buy beer <laughs> nice. for that. I knew this guy had one, and I was like, all right, this is going to be the route to go. And he ended up not. He, did, he called me back. He did. But as well after the fact. Just too impatient, After huh? I'd already done sign everything and then went back home and I was like, all right, at least I get a new fridge today, you know, which is good. It's getting delivered today. Okay. How much do you think, Lindsay? Uh, I'm How much go, do you think he financed? Yeah. I'm going to go with 800 It's not bad. I... Did you did you go bougie or did you go basic AF? Oh, I wanted to go bougie. I'm telling you, I seen one I got a camera on the inside, yeah, yeah. a touch screen, and it connects to you. Did you go middle of the ground? I, I went middle of the okay, ground. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go twelve hundred. Wow. All right. Lindsay, you said eight? Yeah. Yeah, Corbin nailed it. Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. 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 But I mean it's still it's a decent fridge. It doesn't have you it know, better all, the, be. all the other stuff. It's got ice and water, which is really ultimately what I wanted in the fridge, you know, as long as I can have that, you know, we're good. Um uh, but I'm like, all right, we get it done and it was it was a decent deal. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of it, but I was like, I had yeah. to do something. I had to do something. Yeah. Because I can't, I, I don't have $800, $1,200 cash. Boom, here's a new fridge. You know, you're and, suddenly acting like it. But, but yeah, right? <laughs> I look on the Facebook marketplace and I'm like, all right, because you could find some good deals sure. on there, right? And I found a, you know, most of them were into threes and fours. And I was like, well, I ain't got that kind of cash either. I was like, there's one for 80 bucks. You, you buy an $80 refrigerator, you get an $80 refrigerator. And that's kind of why I went the route that I did, because when you get used appliances, man, it could go out on you any time, and you're just right in the same boat that you were. I learned that with my last washer, right? And I replaced the one and then got another one that was given to me. Oh, it works just fine. It did for a second and then stopped wanting to spin. So I learned my lesson when it comes to uh, used appliances. There's a place... In North Tulsa, is J and J? There's J &J a J appliance, yeah. and I bought I don't know how many mm -hmm. things there. Mm -hmm. I get it, but here's here's here was my conundrum, right? It's like I still have yet to get full groceries for the next two weeks. Yeah, I got to survive. Yeah, right? I only have X amount of dollars in my bank account, yeah. so it's like buy groceries or spend everything you got on a refrigerator and have nothing to put yeah, in it. I hear you. <laughs> you know I, what I, I hear mean? you. It's uh, it it's it was just another swift kicking the balls from life that uh whatever. Yeah. <laughs> get around the world, take my strong hand, get on the give train, on the give train, get around the world, take my my strong hand, get on the give train, give train. I'm getting the game. <laughs> Returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Somebody being nice, give me hit me up and I'll take you to lunch. Oh, okay. why? <laughs> I'll take your meal. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. Of course you will. Let's play a game. We've got tickets to see Jerry Cantrell with meet and greet for the show that's Saturday over at the Tulsa Theater. Tickets available at TulsaTheater.com. And we're going to play Schnip Schnapschner. Current record is. Well, Corbin's leading with three. Lindsay and I are tied to each. Last week's winner was. That would be you. So, Gimpy and Lindsay at 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Call up. Decide who's going to be your clue giver. Whoever gets the most right is going to win those tickets to see Jerry Cantrell and meet and greet. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Brian. Brian, how are you today? Good. Yourself? Good, Brian. Who do you want to read clues, Lindsay or Mr. Warm Food? <laughs> I'll take warm food. Uh, yeah, All right, will. 60 seconds on the clock. Hopefully this won't get spoiled like his food. And uh, timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Ready. All right. All right, uh, Riggs, this is a type of vehicle. You got Chevy. You have Dodge. This is the other one that's usually dead on the side of the road. Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, Eve ate this, and it caused sin in the world. It's also like... A Mac product. The iPhone is made by this company. Apple. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this is a drinking game where you take the drinking vessels and you have to turn them upside down. Uh -oh. You could do a back <laughs> blank into the pool. Flip. Yes. And you drink out of a? Flip cup. There you go. This is another word for a python. My blank don't want none if you ain't got buns, hun. Anaconda. That's right. Uh, this is a type of material. What is this? Blank? Crushed is a type of it. It also looks like a type of cheese. Swiss? No, that you make queso out of. Yellow cheese, not really cheese. Queso is time, 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 time. Damn it, Riggs. Four is what I got. Hang on the line, man. Might be good enough for the win, okay? Okay. Don't go anywhere. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Hunter. Hunter, you and Lindsay have 60 seconds. You've got to get more than four, okay? All right, we got it. All right, let's go, Hunter. Disney's Ariel the Little... Ariel, Flounder, Triton. Oh, Little Mermaid. Yes. Um, uh, when you fly on a plane, and if it's delayed, you might have this. A layover. Yes. Um, oh, Gimpy might be considered this because he has bad luck. You're such a... Um, uh, mm. uh, oh, blank, Dick. blank, you owe me a Coke. When you Jinx. yes, uh-huh. Um it's a workout, a form of workout. I got to get my my blank in today. Cardio. Yes, uh-huh. Um oh, uh you blank and fall on the ice. Slip. Yes, uh-huh. You have to climb up that to make it to the top of the ladder. Uh no, you walk up and and down both ways with your shoes. Stairs. No, um uh, blanks and valleys. Uh, not a mountain, nope. buddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. oh. Time, time, time. Doesn't matter. Congratulations, man. You're going to see Jerry Cantrell, and you're going to meet and greet him on Saturday over at the Tulsa Theater. I need you to hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info. Nice. 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 Hang on the line. Woohoo. Dude. It wasn't enough. I'm so sorry. All right, man. Thank you. All right, buddy. See you later. All right. Uh, Gimpy, this is the one she landed on or ended on. No, she got it right at the end. Yeah. I would have said uh, for this one, Lindsay, I would have yeah. said Tyreek. Oh, yeah. Good King one. of the. Mm -hmm. King Jack of and Jill went up the mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. hill. By the way. a mountain out of a mole blank. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. By the way, Gimpy, your anaconda clue. Right. It might be the best clue ever given in the history of this game. Thanks. Yeah. I couldn't think of any other way. He wasn't catching the other word for Python, so yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing I, I could just, think of. I just kept thinking, I was like, uh, large, dangerous snake, very huge. Uh, very resourceful to combine Amazon. two game tactics into this game. I love it. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and then this was the one that he landed on, and I was like, black song, black uh, fabric. Yeah. The I, type of fabric. The red rope the that keeps people, the, the poor people from getting into nice clubs. There you, oh, yeah. The uh -huh. rope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or uh, Blank Revolver, the band. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, that would have been good too. Yeah. yeah. I want the Velveeta route. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. He just didn't get the velvet. Uh, the record now uh, ties you guys with three, keeps me in last with two. Yeah. I, I, I leave you in the dust this time, buddy. You've been here Hold like two years. I, I, finally getting to say that doesn't have a lot of oomph. Yeah. But it felt really good. Yeah. Next week <laughs> when I win, we'll all be tied again. So Take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 90 Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD, and also text BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies, we've done those, sports, we'll get to that in a second, that leaves Gimpy's 4x4. Well, Corbett says here that TikTok to introduce daily time limit for miners, minors, not people working in the mines using the app. In the coming weeks, all users under the age of 18 will only be allowed to use the app for an hour a day. Users over 13 will have to enter a passcode to continue using the app. Those under 13 will need their parents' password to add an additional 30 minutes of screen time. Parents will also soon be able to customize daily screen limits for their kids and adjust when TikTok sends notifications to their phones. This is a waste of time. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen? Here, here's the passcode. Just, just put it yeah, in. I'm, I don't I'm making mess with dinner. It. It's, it's, mm. it's password one. Right. right, exactly. Or people that do the passcodes. Again, a waste of time. Your it, kid will figure it out. Absolutely. My child, seven, has known the passcode for the TV for adult Netflix since she was five. Right. It's four numbers. Right. But hey, at least they're trying something. Human desire to like learn or know something like that mm. is going to kick in. Yep, yep, yep. Waste of time. I have limits on my kids' phones anyway, like how much time he can actually be on his phone throughout the day. His phone shuts off at a certain time of the day. He has five hours a day on his phone. What happens if he used that time before, like, let's say he does it while he's at school, just hypothetical, and by noon it's gone and he can't text you or use his phone? Then you wouldn't be able to use his phone. (laughs) And so he wouldn't be able to text you like, Mom, I need you, or Mom, blah, blah. Correct. Wow. Unless I unless I changed it on my phone. Like, I would have to go in and extend the time. Do you get an alert that says yes. he's used all of his time? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, when he reaches five hours, you get, like, a text that goes, your boy used his phone. Right. Like, I would get an alert that says uh, Marcus has 30 minutes remaining for usage on his phone for, for the day. I've never had to extend the time except for, like, on a weekend where he's asked me, hey, can I... I have my phone on until you know, like ten o'clock tonight. I'm kind of str- I'm kind of indifferent on this because, at what point should he learn self regulation? That's a good question, right? Because yeah. if you and not you, Royal, because you, you're not the only one. Everybody does this. Mm-hmm. At what point will he have to do it on his own and won't? And it's like, you know, the hungry child, <laughs> right? Absolutely, it's a great question. I mean, he. You know, he has a bedtime, so he knows when to put the phone up and stuff. I mean, he, so I guess he's kind of doing that already. No, you have made it clear, a clear tim- line that he cannot cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. 
Interesting. Sorry, Gimpy. Ah, you're good, man. So DeSantis and Pence are skipping CPAC this year. The Conservative Political Action Conference is underway near D.C. And former Trump, uh, well, former Trump. He used to be Trump. Now he's just Trump. Anyhow, uh, former President Trump will be the headlining speaker. Also attending will be his only announced challenger, uh, Nikki Haley. Uh, local contenders, Ron DeSantis and, and Mr. Mike Pence are skipping the conference. And they will instead be attending an event in Florida hosted by a conservative organization called the Club for Growth. The conservatives like Ted, top conservatives like Ted Cruz and Tim Scott will also be at the Florida events. It says here, Ohio governor speaks at East Palestine briefing. Uh, governor Mike DeWine spoke at a briefing yesterday as he and his wife, Fran, spent the day in town. DeWine commented, uh, commended the residents for their resiliency and expressed his gratitude for the recovery efforts by federal and state agencies. The government assured, government assured that the residents that the agencies will be there until the job is done. And then lastly here, Claremore's looking to pass a public safety penny sales tax. City of Claremore's looking to pass a penny sales tax that will go solely to police and fire services. Voters will head to the polls on April 4th, and if it's approved, the measure will be um, will allocate funding to Claremore public safety programs given the growth. According to the city, the police department's call volume has increased 27% since 2000, plus the average response time for firefighters is almost four minutes. Let's see what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. A judge out of a Manhattan court is allowing Brian Flores to pursue discrimination claims against the NFL. Judge Valerie Caproni rejected an option of arbitration on Wednesday. The decision allows Flores to take three teams along with the NFL to trial over his claims that the league is rife with racism. When it comes to hiring and promoting black coaches, Judge Caproni says Flores can state his case against the Denver Broncos, New York Giants, and Houston Texans in front of a jury. However, his discrimination dispute against the Miami Dolphins must be done through arbitration. Flores was recently hired by the Vikings to become its defensive coordinator. And that is your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD is a way to call. Texting is allowed. BMMS and whatever it is you would like to say to the phone number 82945. And uh, we've got Conspiracy Thursday. We'll get to in a second. I'm Corbin. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. KFC is bringing back its infamous double down sandwich for the first time in nine years. That is the uh, two chicken patties instead of a bun sandwich. And it is messy and not worth it. I agree. If, well, no, if you don't want to eat car like carbs in the form right. of a bread, mm-hmm. it, it makes sure. And and you want to overload in protein. I was watching a video of a guy who lost a hundred pounds in a year, uh-huh. and all he and every day for lunch he ate at some fast food place, and he ordered just patties. Okay, cutting out all the bread and whatnots. Yeah, I, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I can't remember if these chicken that they use is breaded or not. <laughs> Kind of defeats in the that sandwich, yeah. yeah in mm-hmm. that sandwich, kind of defeats the purpose. I, I think I'm not a uh, Lent guy, mm-hmm. um, but man, I love good fish sandwiches. Yeah, you can't go wrong. I'm telling you, slice some American cheese on there, dude. Arby's, mm-hmm. Arby's fish sandwich. I don't think I've had the Arby's one. 
you're missing out. Okay. Good morning, Gimpy. Hey, you know, Corbin, you're like, ah, oh, you can text or you can call, but you can also use the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. It's just a little microphone down in the corner, and you push the button, and you can say whatever you want, and it comes straight to us. Uh, all right, Conspiracy Theory Thursday. All that talk about ChatGPT, Lindsay did a thing about it, and we've talked about it many times. There's concern about it, how it's going to cheat. People are going to cheat on things when people are already cheating. Yeah, right. Um, and remember when people had computers and there was concern about having computers in your home and and all these problems that were going to be there. And um, now we carry computers stronger than what went to the moon in our pocket. Mm. And so that's never been a concern for me. So the, the AI, not a concern. Okay. Conscious AI, different story. Okay. But what I'm concerned about is this headline. Scientists are trying to use lab-grown mini-brains to create biocomputers. Biocomputers are terrifying to me. And the fact that they're trying to grow brains mm-hmm. also terrifies me. Terminator's real, bro. <laughs> it seems like it, isn't it? That scene in The Matrix, I'll never forget it. When they zoom out, mm-hmm. he wakes, Neo wakes up in that pod yeah. of, of and they drain it. Uh-huh. And he wakes up and looks over the edge and the pans out and the aliens or whatever mm. have this giant biocomputer of humans mm. <laughs> terrified me. Yeah. And that's what this is. Apparently, for years now, scientists have been uh, raising concerns about this, but other scientists are, you know what? We don't care. We're going to grow brains. Now... Essentially, they want to use these lab-grown mini-brains as biological hardware for biocomputers. Quote, while silicone-based computers are certainly better with numbers, brains are better at learning, said one scientist. Thomas Hartung of Johns Hopkins, for example, AlphaGo, the AI that beat the world's number one Go player in 2017, was trained on data from 160,000 games. A person would have to play five hours a day for more than 175 years to experience that many games. Damn. In a press release about the research, the scientists wrote, brains are not only superior learners, they are also more energy efficient. For instance, the amount of energy spent training AlphaGo is more than is needed to sustain an active adult for a decade. Brains also have an amazing capacity to store information estimated at over 2,500 terabytes. Uh, we're reaching the physical limits of silicone computers because we cannot pack more transistors into a tiny chip. But the brain is wired completely differently. It has about 100 billion neurons linked through over 1,015 connection points. It's an enormous, powerful difference compared to our current technology. Huh? Right. Ding bong. Like, I don't know what you're saying. So as you're as you're as you're describing that, how they're growing brains in the lab, it made me ask the question to myself: Could there possibly be brain transplants? Now let's talk about people that are like getting an accident and are brain dead. Yeah, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Is it possible now with these lab-grown brains to have a successful brain transplant? And I started to Google to like try to find out if there has been brain transplants in the past. I mean, we've heard of, you know, transplanting hands, you know, full limbs. 
and one pops up is a, a human head transplant. But I'm like, yeah, brain transplant has not happened. Has not happened. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if because of these lab-grown brains, if that could be a, a possibility to bring somebody essentially back from the dead. Well, the question, listen, if I give you my eyes, yeah, you're not taking those memories with you. It's like changing a monitor out. Right. If I give you my brain, mm-hmm. now you have all my problems. That is true. <laughs> to sum it up. Yeah. Yeah. You would have all of the, the person that gets your brain would have all your memories, all your knowledge. All right. Which is all right, I guess. I mean, from a human to human or whatever. But if we're doing lab grown brains and as you described there, they're taking and absorbing all this information yeah. like, and quickly, that could be very dangerous, I think. How about the idea if they grow lab-grown brains, what makes you think they can't pre-program them and put that new U2 album on it? <laughs> uh, I'm I, using that as an no. example of yeah. like they did with Apple, right? Yeah. They put that U2 exactly. album on it, and mm-hmm. everybody's like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. That, a, can ha- that could be the same thing uh-huh. if a lab-grown brain, they can pre-program stuff into it, like you will pay your taxes. Right, Wait. or you will commit a terroristic act. Think of it like that. If it falls into the wrong hands and becomes weaponized by some terrorist group, a terrorist group of nerds, <laughs> you know. Scientists. You don't need a terrorist group of nerds. Right. You need a terrorist group with one nerd. One nerd, exactly. Look up the Oppenheimer Project. <laughs> exactly. So then they, like, pre-program these brains, you know, all right, whenever what you think of sleeper cells and stuff like that, you hear a certain word and it triggers you, you wake up, you commit the uh, the terroristic act. That could already be pro- pre-programmed in to dozen, millions of people. Yeah. Hmm. That's the ethical concern, right? Yeah. Is you're growing these brains and then what do you do with them? And then what do you do when you're done with them? Right, yeah, you just I throw them in the trash. Is it a special spot in the landfill for all these lab-grown brains? Are they gonna put them in, in bodies? Like, are they... Well, right now the plan is biocomputers. Mm-hmm. We're kind of blending some conversations here. Which I've never heard of this biocomputer until just now when you had, you had mentioned it. And I was kind of do, doing some quick research on it. I'm like, well, that's kind of interesting. It's using living organic stuff to power it as opposed to wires and such and yeah. putting it into the wall. I'm like, all right, well, that's some, that's some smart nerd stuff right there. <laughs> Uh, this says that uh, today it's often possible to prevent immune rejection. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. That's about brain surgeries. Um, sorry, I got sidetracked there as we went into brain surgery. Mm-hmm. Creating human brain organoids that can learn, remember, and interact with their environment raises complex ethical questions. For example, could they develop consciousness? Even in the rudimentary form, could they experience pain or suffering? Right when you, when you hurt your hand, yeah, it is your brain telling you you're hurt. Yeah. The nerves, the things on the end of your fingers, transmit the information to your brain, mm-hmm. therefore uh, stimulating some sort of reaction, response, or emotion. Right. So that's why some people are capable of breaking their hand in a fist fight, but continuing on because they their brain has overpowered the message from the nerves from the hand. Right, right. So if you take out out all those receptors, there's no message going on there. You could simply become essentially invincible. So like women that don't take any drugs at birth, they're getting the same receptors sent to them from the nerves Mm -hmm. that a woman who's no way wanting to do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That but their control. brain, one brain, has is more 
I don't want to say sophisticated, but more advanced yeah. to look past those phone calls mm-hmm. from that part of the body. Mm-hmm. So then there's the question of, can these brains feel things? Right. If it hasn't, from my understanding, apparently the moment there's a brain, it's a thing. Right. It's a human. From my understanding, the way I've been educated in the news, mm-hmm. or I've been led to believe. Well, my heartbeat. <laughs> Whatever. So, I, I don't know. That's a, to me, that is an, an interesting question. This, this. And like, the, to me, the whole, like, free will part, mm-hmm. like, in a developing free will. Right. This brings so many different things with it. If they're making lab-grown brains, who's to say they can't have... I guess they do test two babies, right? Yeah. But lab-grown people to make your own perfect, I don't know, race, your own perfect person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's scary. Well, already when you do fertility treatment and Mm -hmm. you are doing test two babies, if you will, Mm -hmm. you can do tests along the way to avoid certain things. Okay. So it's not it's not specifically to the point of I want blue eyes, mm-hmm. but it is not a far leap. Right. How how much longer until we get to that point? I mean, we we've, we've talked before about people customizing their babies. Yeah. You know, I want this gene removed so they don't end up with down syndrome. Yeah, or, yeah, that's yeah, you're you're getting heated steering wheel, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like we can make it's looking like we can make our own people and then the actual people that are here on Earth will be irrelevant and nothing so, anymore. Not related, but kind of biting off of what you're saying, Japan is having a um, birth crisis okay. where they, they, there's concern of there being enough population. Like it's too much? Or, yeah, they want to uh, encourage people to have kids. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then the government's going to be like, well, <laughs> what do we do? Right. This... Exactly. We need to raise the population. First, it was like, let's have a pandemic to kill the population. Now we went too far. That was in China. <laughs> we went too far. Oh, God. We need Wait, to do either something. it happened or it didn't. Which stance are you on? <laughs> but the, uh, the whole growing of the brain and it becoming conscious, mm-hmm. to me, is crazy. Uh, we've talked before about my fascination with the brain and the difference between our brain and animal brains is that we have this ability to learn how to cook. Right, and we can break down calories and and have the ability to consume more calories. That's why we have far more advantage than other species. Mm-hmm. Right, an octopus is eating what it finds. It isn't going, hey, I also I, I need to manufacture a, a, a boat, <laughs> right, or a device to breathe out of water. We do that. Mm-hmm. So far more superior species, mm-hmm. and they claim it goes all the way back to our ability to take in more calories. Because we can cook and break down using less energy and then taking in more calories. Huh. Very interesting. It's f- incredibly fascinating. Yeah. So if you create a brain that sits on a counter in a jar and then has some, you know, like a potato clock, and then just... <laughs> and the whole part of, does it have any rights? Does it have any rights? But so far as basic human rights. Because honestly, is it human? Again! Ah. What constitutes human? Right. Because if you're brain dead, you're still alive. Yeah. It's just your brain that's not working. And if your heart's not working very well, how long are you brain alive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neurologically there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do we get in the way of things? I don't yeah. know. 
This text says this AI thing is really neat, but scary at the same time. I think we need to stop. I'm not disagreeing with that. Uh, I disagree with that. Yeah. I think just because it's, we've off air, we've used this word a lot, just because it's awkward <laughs> for you mm. doesn't mean we shouldn't do it, right? Ever well, seen your parents, you, you know, use a remote? It, it is not, just because it's uncomfortable for you doesn't mean it won't harness great things. I understand this completely, and I think I've spoken on this about AI before, that like, you got this artificial intelligence, let's just use robots, for example. Um, you have this robot. And this robot is learning that you said it in this this article here, Corbin, about the lab-grown brains, that it's it's taking in all this information. You hook it up to the Internet, essentially, and it's getting all this information. And you've argued before, well, computers run off commands. Somebody has to say, you do this, and then this happens. Well, that's all good and gravy until it takes over and starts teaching itself. Yeah. It starts commanding itself. Yeah, that is that whole thing of it only can do so much programming unless mm-hmm. you do an if this, then there, that. Mm-hmm. And one of those commands is go to your history. <laughs> right. Unless it figures it out on its own somehow because mm-hmm. it's artificial intelligence. So conscious AI is what that is. And, okay. and, and th- that hasn't really been perfected Yet. Yeah, that's the scary word. But again, <laughs> the computers that went to the moon mm-hmm. are now the size of what's in our pocket. So I'm aware that technology will advance, but anything, we will harness great things from it too. The, imagine the idea of not having to send our brothers and sisters to front lines mm-hmm. into harm's way. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. And worth it, in my opinion. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, until they turn on us and kill us all and take over the world, i.e. Terminator. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think maximum overdrive is going to be a thing. Probably not that. (laughs) And if it does, Mm -hmm. we'll figure out a way to fight it. Mm -hmm. Will Smith figured it out, even though he was one of them. Right, right, right. Well, I'm sure somebody in the future has already figured out time travel. (laughs) Because things are scary shouldn't be a reason not Mm -hmm. to do things. Mm -hmm. I think certain things, when it comes to the destruction of humanity, the potential destruction of all humanity, that is scary, and that that is a, a sign that we should stop. Uh, somebody texts this in, and it's a it's a great line. The, the this is the same plot line as Gattaca. Uh, Gattaca. If you've ever seen this movie, it's a, it's a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, you get to pick your life, okay, and, and based off DNA, and they can pick blue eyes, all that stuff. Yeah. But only the pretty people advance, mm-hmm. and the non pretty people like clean. <laughs> and in the movie, one of the main characters tricks the system mm-hmm. and has to evade. But there's, they do, like, constant eye checks and things to make sure you're one of the pretty people. Oh, the man. elite. The elite, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he teams up with a guy who was an elite but got put in a wheelchair. Right. And his character character can't do anything, but he, he gets to then pose as him. They look very similar. Mm-hmm. But he wears glasses and things, which makes him not elite. Yeah. Right. And he wears gl- – so he can look like him. And that guy gets his name to go on, mm-hmm. his pedigree and his availability. When you date, you you go, we just kissed, and they do a DNA check to make sure it's a good match, and you'll produce another, you know, perfect, perfect offspring, person. which is a full circle to you know royal blood, right? The whole idea was you marry your sister or part of the bloodline to keep it pure. Yeah, 
Like dogs. Yeah. But come to find out, they... Not good. No. Not good. Because what they would what happen is, what we all know now, is that there'd be some offspring that, you know, wasn't of sound mind and body. Right. And they would just then ship them to some far stretch of the country where no one would ever see or know about them. Or there'd be an accident. Right. Go look up the history of homes. They call it upstate. But, like, go of homes where they took kids like that recently not hundreds of years ago recently and that they treated them horrible and no one ever came and visited Mm -hmm. these kids Mm -hmm. and they would die and they just bury them in front of the building right and use it as a way to force people to mind and behave (laughs) if you don't listen you can end up out there with johnny in the front yard. <laughs> so that's why some people are super sensitive about, you know, name calling <laughs> of people that are are considered to be in, of questionable sound mind and body. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think of some of this stuff, and now it goes full circle. Mm. Uh, life starts at the end of your comfort zone. <laughs> okay. Sure. Ever notice that every time an AI gets hooked up to the sum total of human knowledge, the internet, they immediately turn into a-holes? <laughs> That what happened to you? Yeah, the only thing between us and them is the ability to unplug them. I mean, that is, that, I hear you. Mm-hmm. Throw down a blanket and watch one of these AI robots do real well. For now. I mean, it's still on the ground level of, of these AI robots. Yeah, rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, there is waterproofing techniques. If, if that wasn't the case, then our cars wouldn't run, you know, because of the electrical components inside of it. Yeah, so, every item I own in my home mm-hmm. that is AI or robot mm-hmm. has problems. <laughs> right. Absolutely. They, yeah. I told Gimpy this the other day. My car's doing a weird thing, mm. right? It's supposed to be this super sophisticated thing. It knows when there's a problem, Yeah. right? I took pictures of when it happened, took it to the dealership, and they're doing it like shade tree mechanic stuff. <laughs> they're like, well, we can't recreate it. Why do you need to recreate it? Right. I've told you when it happened. Mm-hmm. Isn't it storing data? You told me it was this. It's the same thing you would do when my dad had a 72 color Supreme and it wasn't running correctly. He'd be like, well, I guess we'll just see if we can recreate. The- huh? So I hear you. It could get that way, but it's still got tons of problems. Right, right. Hopefully we'll all be dead by that time. But then it's our kids and our kids, kids, and our oh, kids, 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 that. kids. I don't care. Let them deal with it. Uh, speaking of Matrix, I have a fun glitch in the Matrix I'm going to share. Fine. That's so awesome. Of all the things we talk about, this might be the one I'm the most on board with. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be back. Yeah. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMO. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Uh, Conspiracy Theory Thursday is where we are right now. And um, this one, the glitch in the Matrix is something I don't want to believe in, but there's constant evidence of it. Okay, and that's when the cat passes by, and then the cat passes by. Right, it's a reference to the movie, The Matrix, from back in the day. And in the movie, they know when something is amiss because they see a, uh, um, oh, what's the the cliche phrase? Um, Deja vu. Yes. And so uh, this is 
a bite off of that. Okay. And when you see the video, you will go, yeah, that makes no sense. Well, apparently this happened in Los Angeles near a school on February 18th, about one o'clock in the afternoon. And I just sent you guys the link so you could see it. And in the video, it shows a bird motionless in the air. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to go, hey, different cameras, different frame rates. It can look, make it appear like a hummingbird, right? Mm. Hummingbirds look like their wings aren't flapping because our eyes can't keep up with the frames per second. Yeah. Um, sometimes plane propellers do this. It looks like they're just spinning. Right. Uh, sometimes with your phone camera that has a high frame rate, you can actually see LED lights blinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So there is some of that. But when you see this, this bird ain't moving. Sure enough. It is motionless. Now, maybe there's some trickery going on here. Uh, and it's being held up in some capacity with a rope or some, but it's above power lines. Right. So it I don't is. know what it would be hanging from above. If it was a drone, it could stand still. But even if it was, you know, hanging by like a fishing line or some sort of line that would be invisible, um, it would have to be zero wind. Right, exactly. And if you've ever held something mm-hmm. on a string, like a, a washer tied to a string with no wind, it will start spinning moving right so i ain't buying that i can't find the solution on how this works that doesn't mean it's not fake right right that was my my next guess is it's probably computer software you know video edited to get it out there and get some clicks yeah uh i've got another one for you go ahead Lindsay. i want to know what kind of bird this is looks like a magpie or a blackbird or something i don't know maybe a sparrow it looks like a it almost looks like a statue, obviously, because it's not moving, but it looks fake to me, like almost like a... Um... Of course, but how do they get it up there is the question. Uh-huh. Right, Whether the bird straight. is real or fake or not yeah. could be stuffed totally fair. But then how do they get it up there? Right. Above the power lines and just suspended, hanging. That is the question at hand. Mm. So if that's not enough for you, here's another one. And I'm going to post these for everybody to see. Um, this is a plane stopped in air. Now, sometimes you'll look and you'll be like, that plane isn't moving, Mm -hmm. especially when you're in a car. Right. This isn't that. This is a plane pulling a banner, not moving. The only way I can get to this and the only explanation that would fit with this one also with the bird is some fancy split screen editing. Right. Right. Power lines create a line that is an easy edit point, right, for you to cover up an edit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the video of the plane, there's a lot of clouds, which can create some front lines, uh, easy to blend some stuff. So there is an explanation, but the plane one's trippy. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And it's like got a banner in tow. I'm wondering what that banner says (laughs) and if this was like a marketing ploy to get whatever message out there and and just as a point of example the difference mm. i've got another one i'll send you also a plane appears to not be moving that's in a like in some sort of matrix glitch the asterisk on this one for me to go eh is there in a moving car right and hold on corbin you're the only one who's had like some aviation experience yes 
And love it. <laughs> and in this first I'm video, I'm Sully in the room. Of oh, the plane God, stopped. <laughs> It's windy. You can see the trees that are all blowing in the wind. Is it possible for a plane to stop in the air and sort of just glide with the wind? Can it can it just be? Is that possible? What do you think? You have no aviation experience. None whatsoever. If a plane isn't moving, mm-hmm. what would be your fear if you were on it? To crash. Because... There's no one controlling the plane. We're going to Well, drop. there's no there's no lift. Right, right. right. The engines aren't keeping it moving mm-hmm. forward, it which creates yeah. the propo- the lift. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a no. massive plane, too. Look like a giant like, This the third video, the third yeah. Video, yeah. The third video is some sort of military cargo plane of yeah. something to that degree. The asterisk on that one again is they are moving. Mhm. And so I don't buy it. It's a little harder to decipher if the plane isn't moving. Right, right. You know, a theory that you have not checked off yet yeah. is uh, maybe the government is experimenting <laughs> with a ways to freeze time. And it comes from satellites in space and they beam down energy or whatever it is. To certain locations, and it freezes whatever it touches in time. I'll uh, think of like Zach Morris when he's like, you know, talking about ah, a conversation. Yeah. He's like, time out. Time out. And then everybody, you know, stops and he keeps on going. That's a possibility because we don't know what the government's up to, really. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff the government doesn't tell us. And I'm thinking top secret time freezing technology probably would fit under that umbrella if you think that's happening then you are in the position of being terminated (laughs) by these robots you're not important right you're not you're on the wrong side (laughs) right right and if the government had that they would utilize it in, in what? Oh, if they yeah. had the ability to pause, we would avoid many things. Oh, yeah. So either they are, mm-hmm. and we're just not seeing those things, right? But they do a couple to like keep us on the lamb, right? Right. Well, that's kind of twisted too. If you've got, if you have a private plane and never go anywhere, mm. <laughs> what's mm. the point? Yeah, well, what's the point? Well, think of the Philadelphia experiment. You've heard of that, I'm oh, sure, yeah. and that's that's where they they uh, the government dabbled in some teleportation and attempted attempted teleportation. And the story goes is there was a ship and they wanted to move the ship from one place to the other, and all the people on the ship with it. And uh, when they did, some people were stuck in the walls, and some people were stuck on the floors, and some people just were never the same. And and they scrapped that idea real quick. At least that's according to the Wikipedia, and that's a real brief sum up of everything that I've read. Yes, (laughs) yes. But the fact of it is, is like, that did happen. That did happen. There are witness accounts that that did happen. So to say that the government, you know, wouldn't be working on some kind of time-freezing technology... Think about that, man. If we had that technology and they're just now working on whatever and, and World War Three happens, Russia's like, screw you, you're all going to die. 
we beam down our lasers from satellites in space down on Russia while they're trying to invade, freeze them in time. We go in there, kick their ass, and wipe out the entire military, and then boom, World War Three yeah. is prevented. The problem with the Philadelphia experiment mm. is that there are plenty of people not associated with the government mm. that state that that never happened mm. and that it's a misinterpretation of data, mm. much like Jack the Ripper. Okay. Right? People think Jack the Ripper was this guy that did these things over time. Mm-hmm. When in reality, before this was before time stamping of police reports and taking police reports right. and things like that, that these could have all been different instances and not just one person. Mm-hmm. But the story is, is that it's Jack the Ripper, one person. Right, right. So it may, that's the problem with the Philadelphia thing. To me, it's not a, it happened. Right, right, right. It is a fantastic story of maybe it happened. Right. I wouldn't put it past our government to be experimenting and stuff like that for reasons of war or let's just say riot control maybe even, you know, and think about the last couple of years when white riots break out, what was it, Ferguson, you know, Missouri or whatever, you know, all over the place. You use that technology, freeze them, take care of the situation. And then what? You pick them up and move them? Yeah, absolutely. You, like, you pick like their mannequins? Yeah. Great 80s movie, by the way. Yeah. Like, you pick them up and move them yeah. to somewhere else, and then yeah. they, they then what? Like, unfreeze? Yeah, and then they're like, what the hell? I was just in Missouri, and now I don't know. I mean, I do that I'm with at. when I'm going to the kitchen. <laughs> All right. Who's to say <laughs> like, that? Like, why am I in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah. But I wasn't protesting prior to that. <laughs> no. It's usually I was in the living room. <laughs> that you know of. You could have been subconsciously <laughs> protesting something. But then they erased my memory, too? Well, yeah. yeah ah, now you're black, just. Man. Men now, in black. Now you're just adding toppings. Did you see a flashy light? I put before? the link on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69 with a link to these three videos so you can see a glitch in the matrix for yourself. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. So it's looking like the only state school that will be in the tournament mm-hmm. will be Oral Roberts University. Oh. As they are undefeated in conference and expected to win their conference tournament, it would require OU or OSU to do some crazy things in the Big 12 tournament. Roger State, Central Oklahoma, those are they're in Division II turn, uh, tournaments right now. Right. So in that level, there are schools representing in the postseason. <laughs> but OU and looking like OSU are going to miss the tournament. And I just wanted to make sure we mentioned because ORU should get that. T.U. Devlin. Right. I think they're like five and something. Well, but at least we got Oral. <laughs> See what Lindsay has for Balls to the Wall Sports. The Baltimore Ravens know to have success in the NFL. A team needs a great quarterback. Ravens general manager confirmed to reporters at the scouting combine Wednesday that he covets great players, covets quarterbacks, and loves Lamar Jackson. 
when has asked, to say all that. Whether he has to consider trading the starting quarterback at some point, he said that he has not factored in one time with me. Jackson is looking to sign a long-term contract after completing his rookie deal this past season. If the sides can't reach a new contract by Tuesday, Baltimore would have to put the franchise tag on him to keep him from becoming an unrestricted free agent. The Colts appear to be one of the teams looking to move up in this year's NFL draft. When asked at the scouting combine if Indianapolis would make an aggressive move to acquire a quarterback like Alabama's Bryce Young, general manager Chris Ballard said the team would trade up from the number four pick in the draft if they were just convicted that this is no freaking doubt the guy. The Chicago Bears are currently in possession of the number one overall pick, but it was reported earlier this week that the team is leaning towards trading the pick. Uh, The NFL Players Association has released free agency report cards for all 32 teams. Players were surveyed on topics that ranged from treatment of families to the quality of team facilities. The Minnesota Vikings, Miami Dolphins, and the Raiders were the three top-ranked teams in the survey. The Los Angeles Chargers, Arizona Cardinals, and Washington Commanders came in as the bottom three teams. NFLPA President J.C. Treder said the 60-question survey was taken by Roughly 1,300 players. Yeah, they the Chiefs did not do well. Oh, no. Locker room, D minus. Uh, training staff, D minus. Training room, D plus. plus. Strength of staff, A minus. Uh, weight room, C plus. Nutrition, D plus. And then uh, treatment of families, a B. Dallas Cowboys, probably one of the best. A plus or minus all around except training room, and they got a B. So it just goes to show, just because you have great stuff doesn't mean you're going to win thing. Yeah, there you go. That's your Balls of the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text... BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. Those are great ways to communicate with us. I'm Corbin. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. You know, the talkback feature also on our iHeart app is such a wonderful way to get in touch with us. You can comment on our conspiracy theories or uh, ask Gimpy out on a lunch date, whatever you want. Uh, I got one pulled up. Let's listen to an example of what our listeners are uh, saying today. An idea. Shut the f*** up. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. Well. Wow. well. <laughs> or I guess you could do that. That's... Thanks. Huh. <laughs> Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning, man. You know the Shamrock Pub Crawl is coming up soon, but just weeks after that is the Crawl for Cancer where you can spend the day drinking with us. You can sign up for both of them on the contest page at KMOD.com. All right, we do top list on Thursdays at this time. Let's get started. It's time for a Big Man Morning Show's top list. Random topics, randomly drawn with random results. Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with this week's top list. This week's top list is anti-bucket list list items. We've had people going, what's your bucket list? Well, what's not your bucket list? What are things you're like, there is no way I'm doing that. (laughs) So we'll start with Lindsay, number five. What's on your anti-bucket list? Well, Corbin, this was once probably on my bucket list, but it is not anymore. Uh, And that would be bungee jumping. 
I feel like I've heard you say you want to do that. When this first came out, I thought it looked really cool. And, you know, you see the videos and I thought, you know, people are like, wee, it looks so much fun. No, it looks terrifying. And I am afraid of heights. So I just feel like with my luck, I'd be the person that the cord breaks on and I just die. It would How often kill does me. that happen? Um, it is a great question. Not um, often. Uh, it happened to a, a friend of mine. She bungee jumped at a fair, at a county fair. And lucky for her, there was a huge giant trampoline underneath her, but the bungee cord did break. And she did fall. Yeah. I feel like that's a different level. Like uh-huh. bungee jumping at a fair. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it feels like you're asking to live in a remote area and then get snowed in and ask for help. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> It says here that your chances of the bungee cord breaking is 1 in 500,000. It's a pretty small number. Yeah. Still a chance. Mountain hiking, you can die 1 in 15,000. Skydiving, 1 in 101,000. And bicycling. One and 140,000. So bicycling and bungee jumping very close in terms of death. Yeah. I just feel like if I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have luck at all. And that would be my my thing. Sure. Um, Number four on my list, climbing Mount Everest. Not going to do it. Not on my bucket list of things that I need to do. I, I... any mountain climbing for me, really. Don't really need to do that. You don't want to take a left at the green coat body? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Right>. Absolutely not. <laughs> hey, Frank, how you doing? <laughs> right. Cold down there, isn't it? <laughs> um, now, I do like going up to the mountains and skiing down them. That sounds great. I used to love skiing. It's a very well. expensive uh, sport, hobby, whatever. Um, but... Climbing, mm-mm. Okay, so that's the only difference is is the chairlift to the top. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, I love fishing. Noodling, not something I ever want to do. What a interesting. I yeah. feel, I. this feels like in your wheel, like nope. you would love the urge, like the excitement of it. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Say more because you claim to be this outdoorsy Sticking person. my hand into mm-hmm. a dark hole uh-huh. underwater uh-huh. waiting for a giant catfish to bite my arm and me pull that out. I like my digits. I like my hand. Hey, I do not well. want them to bite off a finger. Has that happened? Yeah. People, people have are- lost fingers. From fish, from, from, from noodling, fish, from, from noodling. noodling, yes. I don't know about from the fish. Yes. Maybe a snapping turtle, alligator snapping sure. turtle, maybe even a beaver. A gar or a gar, yeah. ah. yes. But from a flathead, I don't think so. It has happened. Mm. Uh, you make it, it. You make it sound like it's common. I don't know how common. I it don't is. think it's common. Again, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> I hear you. Don't want to risk it's it. Your anti. Because you list. don't know what's what is lurking under those waters just you know and uh, some people will use probably gloves i would hope but some don't that just to me would freak me out so quickly from the wildlife and environmental medicines journal yeah noodling for catfish is more common recreational activity in the u.s while rare significant injuries can incur uh, can occur potential injuries include 
lacerations. Mm-hmm. Sure. Of course. Cuts on the arms. Yeah. Tiny teeth. Aquatic infections. Of course. Which you would get just from being in the water. Has zero to do with noodling. Mm-hmm. Catfish spine embomation. Oh, that's when they, they flog you with their dangle fins. Yeah. That hurts. Which can happen just fishing for catfish. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and foreign body reaction. So, nothing specific to noodling. Pass. Or even losing a limb. The the cuts on the arms is about as close as that gets in that. Yeah, but you could get a laceration mm-hmm. while reaching over the boat to pull a... Uh, um, a poisson out of the water. Right, mm-hmm. right. Or you cut your foot on a sharp rock while you're swimming in a lake. You can put the needle through your webbed finger. Yeah. That all sounds terrible. I'm not trying to talk you into it. That's just things yeah. I've never explored. I am trying to talk her into it. Come on. Nope. Stick your hand in that dark hole. Absolutely mm. not. By the way, noodling is illegal in 34 states. Go ahead. Really? Illegal? Uh, illegal. How about that? How about that, though? Number two on my list is joining the Mile High Club. Huh. I don't think I have, at least I can't remember, ever actually being in an airplane bathroom, like ever using one, um, but I know they're extremely small, and I have a very tall husband, and I'm yeah, not you're both exactly very tall people. short, so I just feel like that cramped space, very uncomfortable. You're not going to get it a lot done. And it would just not be something that I would be into. I want to enjoy having sex, and that just seems like it would be too much of a chore just to be in stupid club. I don't. Yeah, I don't say that I've done it. You do it for the enjoyment of the sex. You do it just to say you. It's not a romantic thing. Not a romantic thing. No, it's just to say you did it. It's just to be. What's the word I'm looking for? Adventurous. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think it would be. What about a private plane? Um. Maybe on a private plane, but then if it's on a private plane, then why go to the bathroom? Just because just you have more money you. doesn't mean you just, don't have to piss. Right, but <laughs> then just right there on the plane, right from your seat, right? Like, Well, there's a stewardess. Turn around, lady. I'm paying I don't want you. a listener. <laughs> 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 I don't want someone listening in. Oh, oh, oh. Um, number one. Jumping out of a plane and going skydiving. Now, this was definitely once on my bucket list. And then once children came, it was like that was off. Because if I died, you know, Kevin said, I can't raise these kids alone. So you have to do this before we have kids. But I just told you. And now the thought Uh is it does definitely terrify me. I just told you the chances of you dying and skydiving is one in 101,000. Yeah, but the... It terrifies me. It's heights terrify yeah, but you, me even you, the, more. The, the height thing will be gone before you know it. No, as I've gotten older. The earth. <laughs> as I've even though mm. I, as I've gotten older though, the, my fear of heights has has grown stronger. So just like looking down, thinking about that, like look. Oh, I think I would probably pee my pants before I even jumped out of the plane. I think it was awesome, and I would totally do it again. Some text coming in. I have noodled for over 30 years, and I have never lost a digit. Another one. If the uh, velocity of the bird in the aircraft equal the headwinds, the... Okay, that sounds else. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. The thing about this is, like, I just want to talk about them. I'm not trying yeah. to convince you. Because <laughs> I sure as hell know you ain't trying to convince... You ain't going to convince me <laughs> of mine, right? Uh, we're doing anti-bucket list items. 
Gimpy, what do you have for number five? Well, number five on mine was also bungee jumping. Like, I do the skydiving mostly because you're uh, attached to somebody when, you know, your first couple of times. You know, you're flying tan. With the bungee jumping, you're not attached to anybody. There's no safety net there at all whatsoever, all right? I'm not really afraid of the cord breaking, as that is a possibility. Uh, it, it's more of, um, I don't know, maybe the cord being too long and smashing my head on the rocks below. Mm. Or those ones that are like, you see them on the internet, and it's like they're bungee jumping into an alligator-infested pond. You know, you bungee jump down, you get your head wet, and you're coming up with a gator attached to it. Ooh. See, those are things that I'm just like, I'm good. I'm good on that. Uh, so that's number five. Number four, and you see people doing this. Hell, I think we had one in Oklahoma City what was like last year. Scale a skyscraper. Free climb a skyscraper. <laughs> no chance in hell. I would possibly do it if there were like safety ropes and harnesses, and because I, I I don't mind um, doing like the rock walls and stuff like that. I've done it before, and it's it's fun and it's dangerous too. Yeah, you could slip and fall, you could break a leg, break an arm, break a neck. But for me, I, you know, if if I'm going to scale something, I want there to be some kind of safety mechanism there, and and just free climbing a skyscraper. I don't want hell this isn't a skyscraper it's only five floors and there's no chance you can get me to free scale that some bitch you know it's just i'm not taking that chance number three here you probably know what i'm talking about when i say it but squirrel suit you know what i'm talking about like i don't say base jumping because base jumping yeah there's a there's a squirrel parachute. suit flying yeah 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 there's like a parachute and flying in suit it. flying suit squirrel yeah. suit exactly you know and the videos look awesome when people are doing it and they're zipping through the uh through the you know the the valleys or wherever the hell they're at you jump off a giant mountain and you're flying and it looks cool it looks great but knowing my luck i get like a crosswind and then <laughs> my 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 like right flap would like collapse and the next thing you know i'm spinning out of control and it can't get it as i'm Is not that even like hand gliding Wait, what's a hang gliding? Hang. Hang gliding. Okay. Yeah, hang yeah, yeah. gliding, kind of, except uh, hang gliding, you have a kind of a big parachute type of kite thing to keep mm -hmm. you, give you lift. Mm -hmm. And the only lift you get from squirrel suit flying is the flaps between your thighs and your wrists. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but watching people do it's amazing. Oh, yeah. um, Andy Stumpf, if I remember correctly, Navy SEAL, he has the longest distance squirrel record. That's fun. Or whatever it's called. I'm right, totally mutilating yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and he does it for fun. Like, he loves it. Yeah. Huh. It takes skill and talent and all those things. Like, it's not like he's like a derp-a-derp. -derp. Right, right. I'm sure there's some kind of training that goes involved. Surely there's some kind of training that goes involved. In that. I'm the not taking the yeah, chance. It, here, the, here's a master class on it. I can do it. I can do it. As they push you off the cliff. Yeah. I have no choice. Uh, so that's number three. Number two, ride a bull. Ride a bull. That's a good one. I have no no want to. I have seen I've seen eight seconds. All right. I've seen Tough Edeman get his nuts stomped on and damn near ripped his ding dong off. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I've seen the reason why they wear the protective face masks. Wingsuit. Wingsuit. Wing. But you knew what I was talking yes. about when I say squirrel suit. 
I have no want to get on this massive 2,000-pound-plus animal and let it buck me back and forth so I can smash my face on its head. I'm good. I'm good on all that. And number one is kind of related to number two, and that's run with the bulls. Go to Spain. One, one, I'm not going to travel to Spain anytime soon. All right? That stuff is expensive. And then two, I don't want to run from the damn bulls. Corbin and I have kind of talked about it before on air. It would be fun to kind of be in the alleyways as they're running through the streets or whatnots. And as long as I can get the hell out of the way and not get gored, I can watch the spectacle happen. I can watch other people run for their lives and get gored. Those are some gnarly pictures on the Internet. If you have never looked at it, just go ahead and give you a good Google search of running with the bull accidents. All right. And that I have no desire to want to do that. I smoke too much to be able to run from anything, let alone a goddamn bull that is running full speed and pissed off because I'm wearing a little red sash. Mm-hmm. All right? And two, I just don't know. I'm not putting myself into that position. So there you go. Number one, riding, running with the bulls. It's a really good one. This is so awesome because mm-hmm. my list is so big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the number of things I won't do are minor and major all at the same time. So I am totally free balling this. I am oh, not right, five through one of this. Yeah. I'm looking at my list and I'm just going with it. So the first one that I have on here, I'll go controversial. Okay. Threesome. I got no desire to do it. It don't sound fun. The romanticism of it sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be this ultra pleasing thing. Yeah. No. Rarely do expectations meet reality. Now, is that just simply an older Corbin thing? Would a younger Corbin have done that? Oh, I'm going with Corbin right now. I, if okay. I Younger Corbin, a lot of these probably wouldn't exist. Okay. Right? Okay. Right. As you get older, you realize time is precious and mm. why jeopardize things. Yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah, maybe younger Corbin would do this. Gotcha. But a threesome is not something I'm interested in. So and much work. The, Everything comes with interest. And I don't want the interest off a threesome. Whether somebody gets too attached, whether I'm the one disposed of at the end, whatever it plays out, I don't want that smoke. Great point. Got a divorce because you had a threesome and your wife found the other. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds horrible. Or the other one gets crazy and won't leave us alone. Right. Who says it has to be a lady? Yeah. Yeah. Number four, I'll stay in controversy, jalapeno eating contest. I got no desire to try and jam as many hot jalapenos, ghost peppers, whatever, into my mouth and beat someone else at it and then sit there and drool out of every orifice of my body trying to regain composure. That don't sound fun to me. Yeah, I learned a long time eating hot peppers to impress people is not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Spelunking. Too many, you see people do these lately where in the TikToks or some on Instagram, they play the song Dumb Ways to Die. Dumb Ways to Die. Yeah, they're awesome. They are awesome. And the one I've seen a lot lately is where people go cave spelunking, Mm -hmm. but the only entrance to a cave is a hole the size of their own body. And that's how they get into the cave. Yeah. Um, I like to be able to run to my exit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) not squeeze fast through it. And, uh, 
Yeah, and hope I can get back out? What's the plan if I can't get out? Right, you're stuck. Like boobs up, that you're just stuck. Uh, and do you have any claustrophobia at all? I will in that. Exactly. That's number three. Number two. I don't know the right term for this. I don't know the right term for this, so I'm just going to call it my own made-up term. Deep one-breath diving. People that take one breath and then try to dive as deep down as they can, sometimes taking 10, 15 minutes to get to that spot, Mm -hmm. free diving. And then coming back to the surface Mm -hmm. surface in a calculated way so they don't derp die. Yeah, that's scary. There's too many factors that can go wrong, and I'll just be honest. I don't trust my body. Mm-hmm. I might have to fart. I <laughs> might all your oxygen. I may get the hiccups. I may have to sneeze. I don't want to tempt fate. Fate, as we've demonstrated earlier, already picks its opportunities to kick me in the balls. Mm-hmm. I ain't helping. I wonder if you free dive, okay, and you're on your way back up, and you're running low on the oxygen, if you could rip a fart... And then you see, get my mind, and then take in that that oxygen bubble and survive off of your fart bubble enough to get you to the top of the. I don't know if you were at school that day. I don't think you fart oxygen. It's still air. You need oxygen. It's it's still air. It's not air that you need. It's oxygen. It's close enough. He's like, it's going to work like a jetpack and push me up. You don't see very many people are in movies when they're diving, trying to stay under the water, taking in oxygen that way. Got a hose. (laughs) My anxiety would kick in on my way up anyway, and I would probably drown. I would freak out. That's what would happen. Yeah. I'm with you on free diving. (laughs) The last one I have so many to choose from. Some of them are bad. Like, of course, some of them are not. So do we want an of course one? Or do we want one like, really, Corbin? I like really. Uh, Skiing. Really? I like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that wasn't planned either, was it? No. (laughs) Uh, I like my knees. I don't ski on your knees, bro. Your knee, people's knees go out. <laughs> you, you look up the number of injuries people get from skiing and okay. the knee problems they have from it. Okay. I just, I'm not built to do that. I'm not, I don't think, think skiing is crazy like spelunking is crazy. Right. But for me, I got no desire. You know what doesn't sound fun? Mm. Being injured and waiting for her rescue while right. I'm freezing my balls off. <laughs> right, right, right. I just think looking at Sonny Bono is enough for me to say, no, not Sonny. Yeah, Sonny Bono. Sonny and Cher. Plenty. Dude, there's an amazing story I saw on the news a couple weeks ago about a kid who lost his vision, mm-hmm. and he still does drop-in ski competitions. For those that don't know, you go in a helicopter, they drop you, and you have to ski down. And the way this guy does it is his dad is down at the bottom with binoculars, talking in his ear, telling him left, right, left, right. So, good on him. Oh, no. I feel like if you've lost your vision, you're like, yeah. Let's go. Let's go another round, Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Good on him. Mm-hmm. Impressive. I know a lot of people that ski. I know a lot of people that love it. Mm-hmm. And I ain't saying you shouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm saying for me, the idea of getting knee surgery in any capacity does not sound fun. And so, why 
take on the temptation. Yeah. And furthermore, Susan, it's cold. <laughs> it is. It's hold on. <laughs> it's cold. So you're going to freeze. It's gonna you're gonna wait in line freezing. Mm-hmm. I've gotta take some sort of well managed device to the top of the mountain. Yeah. I've got to rent skis because I can't afford them. <laughs> and I got to pay for a rental product to get me to the bottom. Right. There's just too many factors for me that I'm like, this makes no sense. <laughs> so if you go to places like Colorado or ski in California, anywhere where there's a high mountain range, like it, it can be warm. You can ski. I mean, you go to the top of the mountain, you're taking layers off. Because, I mean, the sun is shining. You know, Great. Now i got to have a bag to take my like, luggage down with me? Yeah. And then when you get down, you're putting your coat back on. Because it, it does get a lot chillier. and But it is a lot of fun. And most accidents are happening when people are going where there's, you know, it's a it's a much more dangerous run. Mm. Or they're going in on unmarked territory. You know, they're going where they're not supposed to. Everybody I know that's been injured skiing yeah. has had knee, that has had knee surgery, uh-huh. they were skiing. Yeah. They were just skiing. They weren't being, you know, on a black diamond back slope, black bleak. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. They were just skiing. <laughs> they weren't being adventurous. Yeah. Accidents can happen to, you know, even the best skiers, so. And I looked it up to compare skiing to noodling. Skiing, uh, it's like one in one million or something like that. Die skiing. Okay. But that didn't say injuries. Right. But more people ski, I think, than noodle. Sure. But the stat still works the same. Yeah, absolutely. I got some awesome other ones, by the way. What do we got? Well, we don't have to go. Somebody put Formula One driver. Yeah. 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 The idea of going that fast, the boat racing one is the one that I'm like, that doesn't look awesome. Mm-hmm. Because any turbulence in the water, and you're out of your boat. Right. You see those drag boats out there, you know, and surely they've mapped it out, and they know there's not any stumps under the water, but you never know. A mackerel or a fish or something. There you go. Uh, Anybody notice that there's nothing sexual on Gimpy's list? (laughs) (laughs) He down for whatever. Uh, We didn't hear what number six was. Yeah, right. Uh, What about the lady from Salisaw who died skydiving last week? Yep, we talked about that. It does happen in skydiving. Uh, I thought Corbin's number one would be flipping a hoarder house. Ah, I ain't afraid of flipping. I ain't afraid of dirt. Right. You might actually get off on that sort of thing. All the cleaning. I don't know if I would. that would happen, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm not afraid of a project because it's dirty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a clean freak, but that doesn't mean I don't acknowledge you get dirty. Yeah. There's some, there is an endless list on here yeah. of things that I definitely would not do on my anti-bucket list. <laughs> All right, we're going to post this on Facebook. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text... BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. This is pretty interesting. A teacher in Canada has been suspended or placed on paid leave. Why, might you ask? A 
apparently because she has massive Z-cup breasts. <laughs> yeah. A Z-cup? <laughs> the, uh, well, I don't know how this is possible. She's the shop teacher. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> she also the softball coach. She ain't working on, working on the lathe. Please tell me there's a photograph. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's currently on active assignment, uh, according to the school district. Her suspension comes after the education people that are in charge of it uh, rebuked the school board for having abdicated its responsibility for failing to put the interest and safety of students first. One mother named Karen um, <laughs> said that the forms and identity and expression presented in the school environment must be scrutinized against the child's safeguarding practices. The board remained largely quiet while parents have raged for months about her wearing the prosthetic prosthetics in front of students. Photos and videos in school have shown her wearing tight clothing and large nipples protruding under the fabric. Big movie. The controversy has sparked numerous threats of violence against uh, this woman and school officials. Board of Education meetings have descended into chaos because people can't have decorum. Mm. Uh, the saga gained international attention and came to a head last month. That once outside school, sh- this person would ditch the breasts, wigs, and makeup and appear as a man. What? Photos showed a dressed-down version of this woman wearing men's sweatpants, sneakers, and a puffer vest with no signs of her breasts, makeup, glasses, or wig. A get-up that her neighbor said she was wearing was extremely infrequent. Not infrequent. Mm. Extremely infrequent. That's more than infrequent, which would be frequent, I would, nonetheless. Um, she, insist, she insisted in a sit-down with a local paper that the man in the photos was not her, although she admitted she could not prove it and denied wearing prosthetic breasts at all. No, these are my real boobs. That's exactly what she said. These are real. Adding that she could not say who the person photographed was because I don't want to bring anyone else into this. (laughs) This is who I am. This is how I look. You've been talking to people in my building, but what uh, what they're telling you is a harsh and untrue statement. I'm always going to be, I've always looked the way I am. She told the newspaper that although she began undergoing hormone replacement therapy in 2021 and was in transition. She is not a transgendered person but was born intersex. The teacher said her extra large breasts are caused by a condition called gigantosomastitis but also admitted she's never been officially diagnosed. Most wow, people, lady, you got some big old bitties. Most people are not officially diagnosed for the record. Right. Uh... Are breasts too big for a school setting? That's really the question I wanted to ask. Can a teacher have too big of breasts to teach students? Lindsay. Wow. That is a good question. And Thanks. No, I don't think so. I think that... I mean, she might want to... Gosh... Personally, she probably would want to cover up. 
But you can't. I mean, if they're a size Z, I mean, what can you do? You mean show no wears, skin? Right. Anything she wears is going to be tight on her. There's nothing yeah. she could probably wear that's going to, you know what I mean? Like, if she wears a trench coat, yeah. it's going to look ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> it's not going to Anything get she does. <laughs> what do you think, Gimpy? Uh, yes, they can be too big. It's a distraction okay. to the class. Sure. The kids aren't learning because they're too distracted by your massive honkers. You know what I mean? And that's no different than these uh, highly attractive school teachers. It's the same thing. So you, you can, can be too attractive to be a teacher? Oh, absolutely you Should can. you lose your job for being too attractive? Not lose your job, but like, let's just say you're too attractive, right? You're coming in, you're wearing like tight pants, tight miniskirts. You got your boobs spilling out, you know, the red <gasps> hot lipstick on. On, you know, with the glasses, long hair flowing. Anyhow, where, are the, where are these teachers? <laughs> the pr- on a porn? There, there, there's, there's attractive. Think about it, there were for the longest time were teachers, female teachers, you know, getting caught banging their students, and we to a point to where we're like, is she teacher hot? You know what I mean? We'd go through and we'd rate them. So, teacher hot was a curve mm-hmm. based on teachers not looking like the description you just gave. I'm just saying there are attractive teachers out there. And if of they're course. A, if they're a distraction and the students aren't getting anything taught because they're too busy checking out the hot teacher or checking out the massive boobs, then, uh, yeah, you need to tone it down a bit. I no, I I don't think breasts can be too big. I don't think you can be too hot. I think you got to teach people tolerance, right? You got to teach people that just because someone's attractive or just because they've got Z's or what a, the book has some words in it you don't agree with, doesn't mean you shouldn't be exposed to it because you're going to get out there in the real world and meet people like this. Yeah, but if we can prevent that for now. Uh, prevent what? <laughs> Running into things into society? That is the place to learn. Right, right. But these are children, school-age children that we're dealing with. You can deal with yes. you know, people that are weird on, uh, on a regular basis when you're an adult. We're not talking weird because we gave two different examples, right? Large breasts and pretty. Mm. You are going to deal with different people all the time. So if you can't learn that in school and learn tolerance in school, where can you learn it? Right. Say you have to learn manners. Mm. It's simple. It it is a it's a weird flex, man. That people are like, whoa, I don't like. This. It's like the one of the local news stations is running a thing right now on homelessness, and somebody's got a solution to build these things, and yeah. the people are like, yeah, let's fight homeless, and they're like, hey, they're going to build it in your backyard, and they're like, whoa, mm. <laughs> negative. Yeah, not my backyard. Across town. Yeah, I'm some, good with somebody else's backyard, yeah. not mine. Upstate, as we have demonstrated <laughs> earlier in the show. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Lindsay, what'd you learn today? Uh, Every day I learned something more and more closer to... uh, uh, Every day I learned something more and more about Gimpy, and it resembles something closer to a show on A&E. And also I learned that when life kicks you in the balls, hey, at least we've got anal. Oral. 
Sorry. Give me what you learned today. <laughs> that got weird quick. It sure did. I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. Give me uh, what you learned today. I learned the Chiefs got a bunch of D's. <laughs> I also learned if you own a freezer, you might want to check on it every now and again. Uh, I learned in eight year, eight years, five years, Gimpy's had two stinky boxes he's had to get rid of. Uh, more than that. Oh, because they were about mm, 64 degrees. <laughs> and I also learned there is no way that Lindsay is not going to stick her hand in some stinky hole to get a stinky fish. <laughs> Corbin's saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. It's Lindsay, stop tracking my cycle. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and raw with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. We tried, boys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.